Hi there. Welcome to Tech Talk Weekly. I'm Bob from Creation Station. This is our weekly show where we give you three or four interesting tech topics, get you on your way in about 20 minutes. I got more emails this week than most, and we get a bonus day today. Yes. But if you have a story you want to hear, creationstation at broward.org comes right to me. Today, I've got Miss Anna Marie. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Happy Leap Day, everybody. Yes, Leap yes. Day. It's it's a very... So first, tell people where you are and what you do. Well, I'm here at Southwest Regional Library. I'm a library specialist with our adult reference department. So I do a lot of the tech programming. I work with our creation station. And yeah, yeah, just really happy to be here. Which is why she is on, because yes. this is Creation Station Month. I know, mm -hmm. don't worry, just like last week. I know it's early. But we've got lots of cool people to highlight and show. So we want to make sure we're mm -hmm. letting everybody get on. And you mentioned Leap Day. So, yes, it is Leap Day. I hope mm -hmm. everybody understands why we have a Leap Day. Because you need to catch the calendar up and get it in sync every four years-ish. There's a whole complicated formula that only happens. We miss a year every once in a while. Yeah. But the trivia bit for you today, this is the only time Tech Talk Weekly will be on a Leap Day because the next time it will be on a Thursday is in 2052. Oof. And even I am not optimistic enough to believe that in 30 more years, I'm still going to be doing a podcast. Yeah. I think I'm going to be busy that day. Yeah. So, sorry. It might just be. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of people who are really, really busy. Yes. Uh, man, intuitive machines. They did a great job. Wonderful job. This time last week, we were talking about, the spacecraft is supposed to come down in another hour. It ended up not happening at the right exact moment. We'll get to that in a second. Mm -hmm. But look at this picture. Is that amazing? I love it. I, love it. I think there's another So one. in case you've been living under a rock, um, <laughs> <laughs> Odie, as they have been calling it uh, in, in their terms, did land on the moon. Uh, managed to make a mostly soft landing, started transmitting stuff, started getting some really good detail uh, information out to everyone. And mm -hmm. this is a picture just seconds before landing. And you can see where one of the landing struts broke as it, well, we don't know exactly how it broke, when it broke, where it broke. Um, but the, you can still see it as it's coming down towards the surface of the moon mm -hmm. and it lands, stays for just a second or so, and then tumbles to this side where the broken strut is. Just a little. Yeah. Some hardware issues, but I think they did a great job. Really yeah. great job. Yeah. And, and it's, it's amazing because, well, first off, we don't know how the strut broke because this is a machine that was built like this with all the struts out and everything inside mm -hmm. of the rocket when it was launched. So it could have broken on takeoff. It could have broken at some point on the way there. It could have broken as it was trying to land on the moon because, and that's what our second article is all about, is that it is a mess. They had a mess of this thing, trying to get this to land on the moon because someone forgot to pull a pin or technically yep. put the pin in. And of course, all the comments are in the, in the show notes for you. So all these articles, you can go check it out and read yourself. Mm -hmm. We have 
the craziest story is part of this. Someone forgot to put the pin in a spot before they sealed up the launcher. So when it went to go pull the pin, it wasn't there to pull that would activate the sensors so it could land. Yes, but their team pulled together. They oh, were wow. doing a lot of work on the ground. I think I read they were working with some of NASA's tech to coordinate exactly where they were. So worked yeah. really hard to actually get it to land. And it was, again, like you said, it's amazing how they did this. They, mm -hmm. they, one of the reasons they landed late was because they found the error just in time before they tried to have it land on the moon. Then they spent a couple hours rebuilding the software for how to trick it with other sensors that were already on the spacecraft and then upload the software update and run it and then cross your fingers and hope it works. And it did. Yes. Yeah. One of the comments on the article that I saw was that they crashed in style. Yes. And I really think they did. And yeah. it, it's a successful mission. They're getting the data back that they set out. To yeah. Get, so. And it's supposed to die today, this Thursday. Um, but it was only supposed to last for two more days anyway. So it's if it dies today, it's only dying a day or two earlier. And then today they re they reissued a new potential power. They saved enough power that they think they can get it to come back maybe in three more weeks. Which, if you remember from our show a few couple of months ago, when Japan landed a land, did a landing like this, and their little lander landed on its side, took in some solar panels, got some stuff going, did its experiments, shut down, and then they were able to reignite three weeks later when the sun comes back out. So they're hopeful that Odie's going to do the same thing. Very nice. Yeah. And it's only going to get better from here. They're yeah, exactly. This. Yeah. And you as a taxpayer in the United States, if you are living here in the United States, I know we get people from all over the world. Um, NASA put in only about 40% of the money for this. And the amount that they put in goes down and down and down going forward as the company builds its own things, goes on and does all this stuff. This is all indif individual money, corporations, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and there's the picture with people standing next to it to show you just how pretty small this whole thing is. Yeah. It's only 14 foot tall. Yeah. It'll fit, my li it'll fit in the living room, in the front of the lobby, you know, fit in someone's living it room. It really would. Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive. And I mean, I love that they did have the partnership with NASA for yeah. it. Yeah. 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 So, and, and this picture here shows you one of those solar panels that's there that's leaning towards the ground instead of pointed up at the sky, which is mm -hmm. why it's not collecting as much power as I needed it to. But we have other scientific stuff to talk about. Yes, we do. Including too much of a good thing. Yep. It's a man-made issue that uh -huh. we are seeing today compared to last century. Um, it's unfortunate, but it, it's a great study that has caught on, at least caught our attention for this, yeah. for today. Um, it did remind me of, I just saw an article about microplastics in, um, mm -hmm. the percentage found in 
tested placentas and it was 100 percent yeah so just you know these sort of experiments looking into our health and seeing how we're impacting but yeah niacin causing vascular inflammation so if you don't know uh niacin is an essential vitamin uh, vitamin b3 effectively mm -hmm. that you need in your body all of us need it all humans do to keep on doing stuff for your body to function properly. And because of that, over the last century, it has been mandated by the FDA and lots of other people that certain foods have it added in to be fortified, yes. as they yes. say, so that it will guarantee that people get enough in their diet, just like iodine and other things that we need and are put into certain products. It just so happens we really, really like the products that they've put niacin in. And so American consumers are now eating way more than they need to of this. A lot of the foods, I thought this was interesting. A lot of the foods that it's um, fortified in are foods that fall into the Mediterranean diet, which you yeah. hear all the time. We should be mm -hmm. switching over to a Mediterranean diet, fish, poultry, nuts, legumes, whole grains, and that's exactly yeah. <laughs> where this vitamin is found. Yeah. But something you can avoid, I saw that it's in a lot of energy drinks. So you can't yeah, stay really away from cut out drinks. some yeah. staple yeah, yeah, yeah. food items, but energy drinks, that's... Yeah. And if you stick with natural, with, with like, like the legumes, if you're going to be using your various types of beans and doing all those things... Use natural ones instead of canned ones or frozen ones, and that way you won't have the additive portion of it. So at least that will reduce some of it. Yes. It's just like the micro, you mentioned microplastics. You can, if you want to go through a lot of extra effort, you can get rid of them by boiling it. So like that. the microplastics that are in your water, all uh -huh. you have to do is every time you want a glass of water, go take that glass of water, then boil it. That removes all the microplastics. Then you can drink it after you cool it back down. That's wild. I mean, a credit a lot card's of worth of microplastics a week is, you know, something yeah. to be concerned about enough that it we is. would oh, 100%. I'd boil my water for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, I have filters yeah. on everything nowadays. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. At work everywhere. Yep. Um, so Anna Marie, yes. are you a woman? I am. I am indeed. Are you a psychopath? I really hope not. But hey, could be caught late. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> so in all seriousness, this story hit our new hit my inbox, hit my news feeds, everything. Everybody was teasing me about it because if you remember a few weeks ago, like four episodes ago, we mm -hmm. did a thing on how some physical characteristics and ways to tell if you're a psychopath. And now there's this story that says more women may be psychopaths than were previously thought. And I think my niece was the, my favorite commenter where she sent me a meme that said, any woman, any girl who's been in the eighth grade understands this. Yeah. It's an emotional minefield. Yeah. Yeah. So, Part of this article, you have to read the article, and then, of course, there's a study associated with it. But one of the cool things about this study is it shows that how men and women are different in expressing their anger, their self-worth, and how they think other people should be looking at them. 
-hmm. and what they do about it. Where men get very physically violent sometimes or do things that will really cause um, physical damage or stress, whereas women do much more emotional type things. And to be clear, this is not saying all women, this is not, you know, they're trying very hard to not be stereotypical about it. But this, I'm looking for my thing. What did you, you read this article to tell me, memory? Yeah, I mean, we're socialized differently. So, I mean, it, it is to be expected that if you're going to have that same sort of underlying psychopath you know characteristic mm -hmm. in you it, it's going to come out differently based on how you were raised and the social expectations placed on you so having a more nuanced look in determining who could be a psychopath um yeah. is is very interesting i did have one critique of Tell the me. article because um they are skewed to show how this is going to impact a workplace and <laughs> I, I personally um, think, you know, high level executive CEO. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're they're power hungry. But I, I was just a lot more interested in seeing how these results would have more of a social implication than just like mm -hmm. a quarter productivity goal. Yeah. So, you know, the way the study was presenting it was like a, a bit just something that I'm not too interested in of course i i want to save workplace just as anybody else but yeah. it was a little skewed to just talk about how it's going to affect um productivity and yeah and and one of the things that they they gave like six eight words to in the entire article to was like it's one percent of men that mm -hmm. are psychopaths 20 percent of men have some sort of traits of this and women only have 12% of traits. They can't even, even this study didn't say women could be full-blown psychopaths. They couldn't find enough in their right. study to say, like you can with men, that here's a, here's 1%, here's what happens to you. This is a thing of, these are the traits that some 12% of women show and do. I'm like, huh. But it's a cool article yeah. headline, and it got a lot of people to pay attention to it. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope this is the last. I hope this does not become a, a theme for us. <laughs> we could make it a, a book club, talking about all the stories. Oh, there we go. Yes. yes, we'll make a new book club just for oh, – there's a, there's a great topic I should do one month on scientific studies for the monthly show sometime. We have an, a story that's came to us because of the all the VR, XR stuff that's been going on, with, mm -hmm. in, especially in regards to Apple. Apple has a, had applied and just recently lost their request to trademark the word reality. Now, I know you're like, that's insane. That couldn't possibly happen. There, <laughs> there is a thing that 
they lost their trademark for two reasons. One, the U.S. patent judge said that the case of reality, let's find out what's the exact thing they were, that Apple was going for, is a reality converter and reality composer. Yes. Is what Apple wants wanted to trademark. That, and nobody else could ever use that name again without giving them credit and paying Apple for, to use that. Right. It, it, it sounds like a just – from – my understanding of the article is that it sounds like a descriptor versus a trademark yes. term. Yes. So Yes, exactly. It, and then I'll point out the thing you probably missed. One of the reasons why is because there's a Turkish visual effects company called Zero Dest Density yes. that already has a trademark on the word reality for using it with their software. I refuse to believe that reality is not a unique thing. <laughs> right. Absolutely true. It made me think of the whole, um, you know, shadows on the cave wall. Can yeah. we can we trademark I know. just those shadows? <laughs> what I'm can like, we do? Trademark is there so that you have a thing like iPhone, a very unique sales mark, trademark idea. Here's a concept we created. Here's a thing. We don't want anyone else using the I something or other to describe stuff other than our own products. That's legitimate. That's fully, that's great. Kellogg's cornflakes. Yeah. You know, reality converter is not a. And reality composer. I'm composing reality when I get dressed in the morning. Yes, everybody. I'm choosing my avatar yeah, for the day. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's a crazy thing. Absolutely. But patents and trademark and copyright are three separate categories. They definitely have a patent on some of their stuff. Apple keeps that patent. Yes. Software cannot be copyrighted, so they can't copyright their software. So they're reaching for another way of protecting their stuff by using it as a trademark also. That's probably another monthly show we should do, but I don't know that anybody would want to listen to an hour-long thing on copyright and trademark except for me. Maybe some lawyers. Yeah. Reach out yeah. To some there lawyers. we go. I'll go yeah. get a copyright lawyer and have a fun time. Perfect. <laughs> Speaking below, we had we you will have a fun time because you guys have some events coming up out there at Southwest Regional. Yes, we that do. Are really fun. We do. In our maker space here at Southwest, we're actually doing some renovations. So we have a steady stream of participants in some of our programs. We've got adult coloring, get crafty, off the hook. So because we already Let have explain a, what off the hook is. Off the hook is for knitting and crocheting. Yes. Because so, people, creation station is not just tech. Yes, exactly. We want you to create. Yes. Get creative. Make what something. What will you create? Exactly. And we have such a great group of people that already come. So if you're interested in making connections, making new friends, you know, community building, this is definitely the right yeah. branch to look at. Southwest into. Regional is all the way out in out there in Pembroke Pines, out past yes. west of 75. And mm -hmm. you have a festival I'm going to be at in like another month yes we do earth day festival no planet b it's gonna be very fun we're gonna be meeting in april and we're also in um may we're gonna be having our travel expo bob's gonna be there yep. too i'm gonna, gonna be gonna there for our... yeah i'm doing the virtual reality for yes. uh the travel show and for the no planet i'm gonna be exploring that lake out front with the submarine yes. yeah and uh last year they had an alligator 
We're going to see if we can find another one. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> no, it's it's cool, and it's like, okay, everybody get away from the lake because there's an alligator. Right. But, I mean, the travel expo after that, we're going to have uh, U.S. Customs here helping with global entry applications. That's yeah. a big deal. Lots of people don't want to drive to Miami, so please keep an eye out for our travel expo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we're going to have to We're going to have to push that again yes. later on in May when that gets closer because – yeah. Miami traffic. Yeah. Okay. I'm not I'm not going I'm not gonna do it. I'm not going there. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here, Anna Marie. <laughs> Let us throw up our final slide here. If there is a librarian or library you want to see featured on the show one week, reach out. Creation station at Broward.org. And we'll see everybody next week. Thanks. Have so a great much, time. Everyone. Subscribe. Bye. Yes. <laughs> Bye, Bob.